This is the podcast Find It with Kate Moorhead. This is Kate Moorhead in the podcast Find It The Vital Signs of the Spiritual Life. Years ago, I went dog sledding with my youngest son in the Yukon. The temperature was 38 degrees below zero. Max, who's an incredibly strong outdoorsman, kept looking behind to check on me as we rode our dog sleds single file. I think he was afraid that I would fall, or worse, let go of the dog sled. But I held on. I learned from my son Max that when the body is very cold, we're to focus on the heart. Keep your core warm, Mom, he said. Focus on your heart and your breath. As the waters of secularism rise, I want us Christians to take this simple advice and focus on our vital signs. What is our heartbeat? What do we want to take with us into this new age? Jesus is going to be just fine, and those who follow Jesus will find new ways to follow. Let us find it together, this new way of life, this life of a believer in a post-Christian world. I try to get a checkup each year. As a 50-year-old, basically healthy woman, Each year, my doctor discusses various issues with me. She asks me if I'm exercising regularly. How is my diet? She tells me that as a middle-aged woman, I need to lift weights because my bones are beginning to decline. She uses much more impressive language like impending osteopenia. She talks about the coming of menopause, checking for breast cancer and other issues. It is a detailed exam, and I'm grateful for her thoroughness. I am truly blessed to have medical care. Why do we not examine our spiritual health with the same intention? I believe that it is time for faith leaders to provide our people with ways to measure, nurture, and develop the life of the Spirit. Just as we care for our bodies, so we must learn to care for our hearts, minds, and souls. The physical life and the spiritual life are both vital. One influences and impacts the other. Why do we spend time on our bodies alone and not also on our spirits and souls? After 25 years of struggle, my marriage failed. I had to start a new life as a single woman. I had only lived alone for one year right after college before marriage. I had never made my own budget, paid my bills, or filed my own taxes. Here I was, the dean of a cathedral, managing a budget of over $2 million, and I had never run my own household. I felt like a very strange, overaged child. I thought I would be alone for the rest of my life. Well, not alone. I would be married to Jesus. I announced my divorce on Facebook. As a semi-public figure, I thought it best to get the news out there in my own words before people heard through grapevines or phone calls. To my great surprise, my first kiss from high school sent me a message. He, too, was recently divorced. 
Chris is a doctor living in Connecticut. We began to talk. Months later, we arranged to meet in person. It had been 31 years since I had seen him. We fell in love. God amazes me sometimes, well, a lot of times. So I found myself in a significant long-distance relationship with a doctor. He began to speak to me about his work, and it occurred to me how similar we are. Chris looks after the physical health of a person, specifically children. He's a pediatric intensivist. And I look after the spiritual health of a person. If Chris were to be walking down a street and find someone lying on the ground unconscious, his first step would be to check the four vital signs. Number one, is the person breathing? Number two, does the person have a pulse? Number three, what is the, their blood pressure? And number four, what is their temperature? From these four basic pieces of information, Chris would then begin to go deeper and to try to treat whatever ails the person. It is from these simple vital signs that all treatment begins. In this age of great transition and change, it's important for people of faith to begin to understand how to keep themselves mentally and spiritually well. And wellness begins with the simple principle of truth-telling. We must look at where we are. How is our spiritual health? And then to strive to care for, maintain, and improve that health. We begin to care for ourselves by taking our vital signs. But what are the vital signs of the spiritual life? There are four vital signs in the physical life and four Gospels, four ways of telling the story of Jesus in the Bible. So I believe that it is beneficial to speak of four vital signs in the spiritual life as well. These four vital signs happen to all begin with the letter G. So I have come to call them the four G's. The alliteration makes it easier to remember them, and in the age of the soundbite, brevity is important. The four vital signs are as follows. God, the breath, the first vital sign. The word God in Hebrew, Yahweh, literally sounds like a breath. It is as if the ancient Hebrews believed that when we breathe, we are saying the name of God. And so the first vital sign of the spiritual life must focus on the Creator and our relationship with the one who made us. Do we spend time with God? Do we pray? Do we worship? We can measure the time we spend in devotion. That is the first vital sign of the spiritual life. And yes, it is measurable. We are measuring our minutes, seconds, perhaps hours, the time we give to God. We are measuring our full and undivided attention, however long we choose to give it to God. Our attention is valuable. Just ask the marketers. How much of your undivided attention do you give to God each day? The second vital sign, G, give. The pulse. Just as oxygen flows to the heart as one breathes, helping the heart to beat, so time spent with God naturally causes the activity of thankful giving. 
Do you serve God by giving your time in some way? Do you seek justice, feed the hungry, listen to those in need? Do you give money? Is it sacrificial giving? Giving that you can feel and experience? The giving of both time and money can be measured as well, and this measurement is the second vital sign of the spiritual life. The third vital sign, G, grow. Growth is like the temperature. Measuring the temperature of a physical body tells the doctor if the person is failing to thrive or battling illness. Healthy temperature is a delicate balance of the right amount of activity for the cells of the body. Temperature is caused by the movement of the cells within the body. In the spiritual life, a person must learn and grow to be healthy and alive. Are you learning, reflecting, studying, asking questions? If Christ is alive within you, your life will be in constant motion. Growth can be measured by engagement. Are you reading the scripture? studying your faith tradition? Are you actively learning in your field in other areas? Are you seeking to become a better person? Growth is the most difficult vital sign to measure for it is unique to each individual. One way to measure growth is simply to measure your engagement with new ideas, books, classes, videos, podcasts. Are you open to learning? The fourth and final vital sign, G, group. If a person's heart is working well and the veins and arteries are not clogged or obstructed, that person should have a healthy blood pressure. The pressure needs to be within a specific range, not too high or too low. Taking blood pressure is a way of measuring a body's physical health. Meeting with a group is similar. It is a tool for measuring spiritual health. In order to discern God's will in our lives, we must meet regularly or share our lives with others. We cannot follow Christ alone. Remember that Jesus had a group of disciples. He did this to show us how to walk in this way. It is impossible for one person to discern God's will without the help of others. This group must achieve a delicate balance of love, support, and confidentiality. It cannot be too few people or too many. It is the spiritual vital sign that is most often overlooked or ignored, but it is easily measured. Are you meeting weekly with a group? Are you listening and praying for each other? These are the four vital signs of the spiritual life. God, give, grow, and group. And in the podcast to come, we will explore each of these four vital signs in immense detail, uncovering the mysteries that lie within so that you yourself can navigate your way to spiritual health and find it. This is the podcast Find It with Kate Moorhead.